0: Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are, this is Chris. Today, uh, an interesting podcast, I think, and because I want to get a little bit sophisticated on the topic everybody uh, loves to talk about, and that's gratitude. A person who gets grateful for all the wrong things could be, in some way or another, causing themselves more pain than pleasure which is impossible, of course, but it might be taking that person in the opposite direction to the one they thought they should go in. If, for example, we're down in a got to state of mind and we get grateful for an elation, we say, I'm so thankful that I'm gonna have this incredible party tonight and we call gratitude and elation the same thing, then we could be poisoning the water well. Because elation or infatuation or getting hyped up about something and being grateful for that something can actually cause us to be in a bad place. Now, the same goes if we think we are superheroes when we're not. And we think we're a super superhero. Yeah, look at me, look at me, I'm a superhero. And we get really, really grateful for that, isn't that right, Ethan? Yes. Yeah. And so what happens then is we get grateful for the wrong thing, isn't that right, Ethan? Yes. Yes. And so what happens next is we become, we start putting. It's like doing a wee in your breakfast cereal. Isn't it, Itan? What? What? So, gratitude. I've been joined by my colleague here, Ethan, who's about to say something into the podcast. What do you want to say? Nothing. Nothing. That's a really good... Uh, what are you thankful for? Actually, I want to say something in the what? podcast. What is it? Look at this. Christmas toilet. Christmas present? A Christmas yeah. toilet? Yes. Yeah. I've never seen it. It is too. It's on sale. What's it? I don't know. Okay, you're recording it. I am too. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> no. But this Christmas toilet is the funniest thing I ever saw in my life. A Christmas toilet, I know. What would you do when it comes after Christmas? What would you do with the toilet? I'll just um, flush it. Flush it. There you go. <laughs> So, there are four things that we need to be mindful of that can't be real and therefore it's probably a smart thing to recognise that gratitude for anything in this aspect of life might be poisoning the well. There are four things and they are four separations that we inadvertently with our free will aspire to, and they are therefore the topic of motivation. They're not the topic of inspiration. So let's do them. The first separation is pleasure and pain. That's the lowest level of human consciousness there is. The seeking of pleasure, the avoiding of pain is the physical body. The physical body has to avoid, ple- avoid pain, seek pleasure. It is hardwired to do so. But if you want to be a high performing individual, that separation might not be something that it's wise to pursue because it's false. Every pleasure has a pain, even if you can't see it. And every pain has a pleasure, even if you can't see it. So it's probably wise not to get grateful for pleasure over pain or the relief of pain, the movement towards pleasure. That will probably poison the well, put a stigma on the direction of your travel, the trajectory of your life, because it's going to lead you off track. That's the body seeking pleasure, avoiding pain. The second one is right and wrong. Now, if you are one of these people who've been brought up in a religious or a, a socially... Uh, engaged ethical environment it may turn out that you're actually still even though you might not be involved in the religion you might be still thinking religiously trying to get it right without wrong or beating yourself up for getting it wrong without right now any gratitude for being right any gratitude you have for being right separates right and wrong even further doesn't it it would Spread them apart. You go, I told you I was right. I told you I was right. I'm so grateful for being right. I knew I was right. That was totally perfect. I got uh rewarded for being right. And in the process, we separate right and wrong. And in the process of doing that, we become more stupid. Because right and wrong are inseparable. They're balanced. And that separation separates us, our heart, our soul, our intrinsic values from our extrinsic values and so we start to get a a gap between what's going on inside us which is seeking seeking fulfillment, seeking solace, seeking strength and confidence and what's going on outside of us which is gratitude or the pursuit of being right over wrong which is hard to take out of a person if it's been hammered in there in the first three or four years, or let's say four or five, if if you want to go that far, years of their life by parents who are highly religious or highly stoic. I find people who've run away from religion, they actually take it with them and turn it into environmentalism or they turn it into activism, political correctness, or even go down and start marching up and down the beach saying, don't kill the dolphins, thinking that they're liberated and free, but they're still seeking to be righteous Which is of course the foundation principle of all religion whether it's a terrorist religion or whether it's not doesn't matter righteousness. So the separation of right and wrong and being grateful for that separation might not be the wisest thing we ever do in our lives. It might again poison the well. The next separation is really complicated and the next separation is the separation of self and other. Now we always, when I hear people complaining about, you know, so and so at work is a dickhead, or this boss I've got is really bad, or I'm really pissed off with this person who's my partner, or my child is being a shit because they are doing that, what I hear is separation. Now, gratitude for that separation, or ingratitude for it, might not be the wisest thing or gratitude for when that person is aligned and ingratitude for when they're not that might be reinforcing the concept that there's a you in the world and there's a them in the world and the you and the them are operating on uh, uh, different engines so the separation of self and other is understandable from a consciousness point of view, you might express one part of yourself, you might express that, another person might express a different part of themselves. But to be superior or inferior to a person because you express or repress something differently, or because you know something they don't, might not be the wisest thing to be gratitude for, because the separation of self and other is a delusion. The last one, which is really complicated to talk about, but it's about the separation of masculine and feminine. Now, for years, males have been called males and females have been called females, but inside a female is all the qualities of a masculine and inside a male is all the qualities of a feminine. The feminine principle, when we talk about it like this, is not about sex. It's, it is actually about the creation of, of material things, the building of, the giving birth of, the creation of. And the masculine principle is the letting go of or the destruction of, or the uh, uh, t- taking things back to their original state. So every one of us needs both masculine and feminine. That means we build and we let go. We build, we let go. What do we do, Ethan? Build. We'll do. There you go. And we also nearly have breakfast. Well, I'm coming right out now, and I'm going to eat your wheat pigs. I already have one for you. Do one you more? No, one's good. Thank you. Okay, folks, time to go. Breaky time. time.